Hi, listeners. It's Tenant Michael here. And Landlord James. And unfortunately, we've got some bad news. Yeah, we're both heavily in debt and on the run from the Canadian Revenue Agency. And there's no way out. So we have started a Patreon account. If you're so inclined, you can help support the show and help save our heinies. And believe me, these heinies are worth saving. What? Anyway, for $2 a month, you will get to become an official friend of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. A pretty coveted position. For 5 bucks, you'll get a monthly bonus episode. Premium content, my friends. And for $10 a month, you get all the bonus episodes plus free entry to any of our live shows during the year where you can see what our bodies look like, including our delicious and juicy heinies. Rewards begin once we hit $100 a month. So it's not going to take that long. Our fans are generous. If you want to help save us, go to patreon.com slash landlord tenant. We truly appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Mike, look out. A CRA agent! Run! He's dead! Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hello, everybody. I am one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host. I'm Tenant Michael, of course. And um, thank you for listening if you've just downloaded uh, this this new episode. And uh, thank you if you came to our live show last week. Mike, you sound pathetic there. Don't say thank you so much for listening. Be, you know, alpha. How just should say, I say it? Just say, yeah. No kidding you're listening, you know? All right. It's a well, bit more of a, you know, uh, bo- that's the vibe of a, vo- a boss, a CEO. A boss. All right. Well, I guess we have different vibes in that case. I have the, I, yeah. I like to think I have the vibe of a friend, not a CEO. Well, anyway. that's why we're in our different positions. I think they should put a cap on how much CEOs can earn. Oh, here we go. Because I think no one needs more than, say, $10 million. You, uh, um, no one needs more than $10 million? No one needs more than, I mean, per year. Like, you shouldn't be able to earn more than $10 million a year. Really? So what I if feel? you wanted to buy a professional sports team? Well, I guess they'd have to lower the price no, uh, or, to reflect the new economic reality. Or there goes sports forever. God. Socialism doesn't work, dude. All right. We're off to a rip-roaring start uh, of this episode. I guess we're grumpy. Um, well, you know what? We uh, we had a tweeter, Bill Malik, raise a great point. Yes. Two episodes ago, we were on a boat, mm-hmm. and we got stuck there. Last episode, we did not mention how we survived. It sounded like we died at the end of that one. It sounded like we drowned uh, while we were... It was we a were... full cliffhanger. We did not address it. <laughs> we did not address it. Um, we were cheersing some Jagger shots, and then it sounded like our boat uh, just sank. Um, what happened is that the United States Coast Guard came to our rescue. That's right. They were great dudes. Um, they were all about as buff as me, which was fun for me. I always loved being around my own kind. They uh, didn't. They didn't take to me quite no, so much. They but sure didn't. That was okay. It was um, nice to 
Nice to be held. Well, you in the, clung to him. Yeah, well, it's nice to be held in the arms of a, a, a strong uh, navy, you know, soldier, sailor. Is that well, what they're called? You know, they they hovered a helicopter above us and threw us down those those rope ladders, and yes. I just climbed up because my upper body's so strong because of the steroids I'm doing. You're like a, a squirrel climbing a tree just fast as the wind. A top heavy squirrel. Yes. Whereas Mike was wouldn't climb up on his own, and he made the navy seal guy. You know, rappel down to the sinking boat and carry him up up the rope ladder. I didn't refuse as much as my body gave out, and I don't have that upper body strength that you have. Anyway. Well, anyway, yes, we this did. This reminds sur- me of that Japanese classic Ra- Rashomon, the movie, because everyone has their own version of the story of what happened. Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, anyway, we did survive uh, the boat... Uh, fiasco, and then last week was a live episode. Live episode that we did at Comedy Bar in uh, in Toronto. Um, great crowd, not bad. Great guests. Um, I had a ball. I was even uh, drinking a cold can of beer on stage in front of the crowd, which was something fun for me. Had you ever? You're not a big. You don't drink in public usually, right? No, no. Usually just behind closed doors. Uh, yeah, it was very fun. Uh, crowd took a bit to get the crowd going. I I got drunk and kept walking into the crowd trying to loosen you people up. You were drunk off your I was. ass, and you were d- doing crowd work. My goodness, reminded me of a of a young Don Rickles just asking and insulting the crowd I, the whole time. Yeah, I, I wonder if I have the chops to do that. I think I probably could. The crowd, mm. I mean, they didn't. The crowd didn't really love me that much. But in a way, I think that's that's when you know it's a good stand up when the crowd's like, uh, he makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, they were quietly respectful of our of our um, of our show, which I think is a good thing for a live recording that has a microphone for the audience. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, also, big a big thing on the live show we did last week. We premiered the single I have been working on for months with my girlfriend Nadia, right. the Kissing Olympics. And we played it. The crowd went bananas. They loved it. I saw a guy in the back dancing. Did you? To the song. And you know what that means? It's a good sign. It's a good omen. It's going to be a hit. There's yeah. one man dancing in the back. <laughs> you are you could not be more right and you know what why don't we because some people might skip the live episodes i wonder you know what i mean hopefully so, not hopefully not but i could see that being a thing so let's replay the single just so that everyone gets to hear it is that okay i'm i'm on board with it if you want to yes all right so here it is folks in case you missed it last week here it is this is nadia with the kissing olympics Party, party, horny, horny, give me diamonds, I want pony. Party, 
Oh, baby. Bravo. Bravo. Hearing it a second time? Uh, I still have the same questions I had uh, after hearing it the first time. What? How is it so catchy? <laughs> it is catchy. I love the, the keyboard uh, melody. Um, it's a good beat. Um, but I do have some questions about the lyrics. <laughs> what are you talking so, about? Well, it's, it's confusing as a, as a listener here to that song. Uh, Nadia, who has a, a nice, nice voice. You know, she's no Aretha Franklin. Let's, let's oh. just put, let's put that out there. Um, but the lyrics are a little questionable. She at one point says, hello, uh, open your eyes, Pavel. Close or, your eyes, close Pavel. Close your eyes, Pavel. Because her and I are about to get it on. Right. So close your eyes, Pavel. Pavel, of course, is your 10-year-old son. You I had, think he's 10. You had together. 10 or 12. So she says, close your eyes, Pavel, and then a few moments later she says, uh, and I quote, show me your big penis. Yeah, she's talking to me. Well, it's unclear in the song. No, it's not, Mike. You... This is all liberals are twisted. No, no, no. I just thought, I feel that most of the crowd will be on my side. It's unclear whether she's telling her son to show her his big penis. No, it's not. Or if it's to an unnamed lover. So you're saying it's you. Yes, of course it's me, Mike. Why the hell would she want to but see don't, don't her, her see, son's penis? Don't you see how that could... Our son. I guess it's our son. Your son's penis. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Both of your son's penis. But can't you see how a uh, listener might get confused? Because there's no, no visual aspect uh, no. to a Mike, MP3. Pop songs are sexy. People don't read things into the lyrics, okay? I, Heard it through the grapevine or sexual healing. Do you think, oh, let's break down the lyrics of sexual no, healing? But, Nobody does. It's just a sexy song. But the difference between those two songs, no one heard I heard it through the grapevine or sexual healing and thought, oh, is, is this being addressed to a, a child? Because if it was, Marvin Gaye should have spent some time behind bars if he was doing that kind of uh, thing. Well, luckily he wasn't. Anyway... Uh, regardless of the stupid, is there any, or do you have any other problems with the lyrics? No, it's that was basically it, but it's a large problem. Anyway, enough about it's not that. Not a large problem. It's a great song and it's a catchy song. How is the song? How is it doing since you? It's doing good. Released it. It's doing yeah. really well. Yep, we're getting a lot of play on a Russian streaming service called Muzkaya.ru. Muzkaya.ru. Yeah, M-U-Z-K-Y-A.ru, and okay. uh, that's a big streaming service in Russia. Um, and it's getting a lot of play on that. So if you do want to check the song out on there and give it a few plays, um, go to muskaya.ru. Uh, you do need to get the Cyrillic alphabet um, extension on your Google Chrome. Oh, it's not it translated. It's a bit of a trial, yeah. You can't, it, there's no English on the website? No, and the, our keyboard doesn't work, obviously, because they have the different... Oh. Cyrillic uh, alphabet there. But it's easy. You just go on to Google Chrome add-ons and you look for the there's yeah. Cyrillic or whatever the hell thing, and you add it on, and then you just looked at it tr- like what what letter means what, and you can it's pretty easy to search at that point. Anyway, yeah, right. so we're getting a lot of spins on that Russian streaming site. Um, haven't quite crossed over to North America yet, but Ooh, um, how about Europe? N- well, Russia's part of Europe. Well, Vladimir the, Putin the uh, thinks part. otherwise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you haven't crossed over to uh, North America. No, that's, um, that's a big market, James. Because I know you sank a lot of your own money into the song, so it's. Yeah. If I were you, I'd be nervous. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not nervous, and yes, I did put a lot of my money into the song, uh, quite a bit, uh, to be honest. Uh, borrowed even a little bit of money, to be honest. It was that that really? that much. Yeah, because you have a lot of money. Where'd you where'd you borrow money from, or who did you borrow money from, or are you at liberty to say? Uh, well, um, I, I you know. I have my ways. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, I bought it from a business associate in North America or in Russia. 
in a little place called Sicily. Okay. Um, Europe. Didn't know you had connections in uh, I do. In Sicily. It's a man called René. Really? Yes. Excellent. He's a fr- he's a Frenchman. Anyway, uh but he's a he is a dangerous he is a dangerous man, but I'm not uh, worried about it because that's how you make money. Like you, you invest money. You got to spend money. money to make money. And yeah, I put yeah. a lot of money into that song, and I'm going to get it all back, and then some. And Nadia's yeah. going to have a big pop career, and her and I are going to be having sex and in love forever. And that's how it's going to go. Great. Well, for your sake, I hope it's a big hit, and you can quickly pay back Renee the money you uh, borrowed. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Sicilians. I'm great. We just need to crack the North American market, but I think uh, this podcast will help. We do. Well, the, we, we've been getting more downloads, so. That's getting the word out, and right. I know people will be tweeting about it. So and now you've given the address for that Musica website. I'm yes, sure our, muskaya.ru. I'm sure our listeners will hit that up and download it. Yep, we get a we get a small something like eighteen cents per per stream on there. So. Great, that's yeah, excellent. So, so definitely check that out. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we had this before we bring in our guest this week. We had a segment, right? We do have a segment now. This is um, from uh, this. Ins- we were inspired from a news story this week for this segment. It was announced that uh, the old Robin Williams movie Mrs. Doubtfire uh, is being adapted as a Broadway musical, which is exciting. Do you remember that movie, James, where Robin dressed up like an old Scottish woman? And I do. C- it was a run by fruiting. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now imagine that line being spoken on a Broadway stage, but with a full orchestra and dancing also. Yes. Um, it's very exciting. So we heard that news and we thought, well, it'd be interesting. What, what are some some things we'd like to see on Broadway that could be adapted? So, well, this, this segment has two names. My name for it is Broadway Adaptions We'd Like to See. Right. And my name for it is Adapt That Thing. And we couldn't agree on which name was better, so we're going to use them both. Great. So a a fun... Now, we're talking about Robin Williams. A fun Robin Williams movie that I'd love to see on Broadway is, of course, um, his tour de force, Jack. Do you remember Jack? Sort of. He, so, was, yeah. he was a kid in it? He was a kid with a disease, which sounds sad, but once you see the movie, it's just it's very funny. And so I'd like to see this Robin Williams movie um, up there on the Broadway stage. And you see he's born with a disease that makes him age four, at four times the rate of a regular kid. And he gets in all sorts of trouble. And then he passes away. And mm, um, Sounds like a riot. And there'd be music. And unlike the film, we'd add an extra scene where the, there's like a 30-minute scene at the very end of just Jack's funeral and everyone's singing. Ugh. And there's a like um, there's dancing. Sounds great. Sounds like a real hit. Uh, all right, my first uh, uh, thing I'd like to see adapted for Broadway: Mortal Kombat. Yes, the old Sega Genesis what? game. <laughs> oh, you've never heard of Mortal Kombat? I've heard of it. I'm just having a bit of a hard time picturing that on the Broadway stage. Scorpion, Sub Zero, Reptile, Noob Cybot, Johnny Cage. Uh, uh, Raiden, okay, it was the most violent. You, think, you okay. think Raiden has what it takes to be on Broadway? Of course he does. He has lightning come out of his hands. That was the most violent, best video game uh, of the 90s. I'm sure people remember it. It was also a really good movie starring, I think, Christopher Lambert. And um, that would be a kick-ass Broadway play. That's the kind of thing that would get people out to see theater. Johnny, you know, when you do it, when someone punches someone and then that guy's head pops up and goes, whoopee. Remember that? 
How cool would that be if you had a big head come out of the stage and do that? So that's my choice. Mortal Kombat would be a good Broadway revival. My God, that'd be a pretty violent show to have on the stage. It's a far cry from Phantom of the Opera. Well, that was. Imagine if Phantom too. was a Mortal Kombat character. Ah, that's actually pretty good. What would his big finishing move be? Ooh, playing, taking someone's teeth out and playing it as a piano. Oh my God. <laughs> Sick. All right, my second um, thing I'd like to see adapted for Broadway is a... Now, it doesn't exist. It's actually something I made up, so I'm cheating a bit. It'd be called Daniel. It's called Daniel, and it's a Broadway biopic of the life of Dan Aykroyd, Canadian uh, entrepreneur, actor, comedian, and musician. And it would tell the story of his rise uh, from his humble beginnings in, I believe, Kingston, Ontario, to discovering the blues to then being, uh, you know, an SNL, then, then, um, then discovering Crystal Vodka. Crystal Skull I mean, Vodka. Do you think people want to see a Dan Aykroyd story? Yeah, I could see Hugh Jackman as, uh, in the lead role, because he's what? very talented. And I, can you picture Hugh Jackman? As? No, he's way too good looking. Just, oh, I what, would... you're offended that I don't think Dan Aykroyd is good looking? No, I don't want to go there. I just, I think it would be a great story. It doesn't matter what he looks like. It's an inspiring story about a man from humble beginnings who became the most powerful man in, in entertainment. And uh, it'd be oh, nice to God. see a Canadian story on stage. All right. Daniel. Woof. Daniel. Okay, my second thing I'd like to see adapted for the Broadway stage. A little thing called Joe Rogan, the podcast, the Broadway musical. Now... You know, I was listening to Jordan Peterson on Joe Rogan, and I I thought, imagine this, imagine this, like as a play, you know, you could start it with the, you know, you could start with just a, a spotlight on the stage and a microphone, and then the two of them come in and have their convo, and I don't know, I think it could be fun. The, the, the episodes are about three hours long anyway, it could just be an episode. So, there, but there would be songs, and would it be the real Joe Rogan, or would it be an actor playing joe rogan hmm. well maybe the hours. broadway one could really be joe rogan but the canadian one would probably have some you know oh who would be the canadian offs. joe rogan Ooh. hmm that's a tough one who's Sean a great Majumder? bald I don't know. canadian actor oh gordon pinsett i think he still has a nice big head of hair ah. gordon pinsett yeah who's a bald canadian actor or a bald canadian period doesn't you know we could find someone mansbridge who's... i don't know sure Anyway, just could be fun. Or, you know, Rogan's a big UFC guy. What about just UFC the musical? And it's just people fighting. Like simulated or, or a real fight? Well, maybe it's just a real UFC fight and it's just in a theater. Be better on than Broadway. the crap they've got up there now. Probably, I don't know what plays are on in Broadway, but I'm sure they're bad. Frozen. Oh. Um, I, I, the day that there's full UFC fighting on Broadway is the day Broadway officially dies, James. Thank goodness Neil Simon uh, checked out before this uh, became a reality. All right, what's your last? My third and final Broadway adaptation I'd love to see is um, it's an adaptation of a person's life, just like the last one I did, Daniel. This show is called Clooney. Oh, George Clooney. Not George Clooney. I knew you, I knew you were going to go there. Because you're such a big fan of the Oceans uh, movies um, and Monuments Men. But this is actually the story of Canadian Clooney McPherson. Does that name ring a bell? No. He was a Canadian inventor who um, invented the first widely used military gas mask. Um, so we could have... My idea is that everyone coming in is issued a little gas mask. And then during the show, 
I guess it's set during World War One. We sort of spray not real mustard gas, but you know, simulated mustard gas at the crowd, and the the actors sing about it, and then everyone is uh, he's celebrated for creating this gas mask. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the audience will love that. It could be fun. I mean, people like uh, cats. This is no yeah, different than cats. Yeah, you don't pretend to gas them. Good God. It's no different than cats. Ugh. All right. Uh, my final thing I'd like to see put on the Broadway stage is... Remember when Mark Wahlberg said if he had been on one of the 9-11 planes, things would have gone a lot differently? Oh, yeah. I remember that. So this yeah. would be a play about if Mark Wahlberg had been on a 9-11 plane. And then he friggin' fights the terrorists, and the plane just lands peacefully. So, so that would be the play. It's a, a piece of, what, speculative uh, history about yeah. what, how things could have been? Yeah, and I guess I'd have maybe like, I don't know, maybe I'd have to come out on stage at the beginning and be like, hey, remember when Mark Wahlberg said this thing? This this is a play about what if it did happen. And he's, is it a straight play, or is it a musical? Hmm. Maybe there's one musical. Maybe there's a song when they when he kills the punches out the terrorists wow yeah and then he so you know be mark Wahlberg on a plane like something's going on he and then he you know beats them up and then they land and then the one of the towers is still up right at the end i guess had mark Wahlberg saved one of the towers he'd be i mean he's already very successful very well liked but he'd be even a, a bigger deal absolutely he would be um they, they they'd probably give him the top floor of the tower that survived just as a and he would hey, live thank there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he could live there. Well, these are all things that could be in the play, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's weird that you'd have to explain the backstory on stage before it starts, but, you know, mm-hmm. you can sure. work out the details later. Anyway, that is the segment, Adapt This Thing. Uh, the segment, Broadway Music... Uh, broad- <clears throat> Sorry, I'm uh, confused. This is the <laughs> segment called Broadway Adaptations We'd Like to See. Well, that was the uh, opening opening segment there, Mike. Why don't we take a break Certainly and was. come back with our guest? Sure. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, hope you are ready for a rip-roaring interview. It's time for our guest this week. Um, how could we describe this this young man, James? Well, it's pretty pretty self-evident. It he's, is pretty self-evident. He's an elevator repairman. So let's just, uh, without any further ado, let's welcome elevator repairman Gary Rideout Jr. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being on, Gary. This is great. I have a feeling this episode's going straight to the top, uh-huh. uh, like an elevator, <laughs> little elevator humor. <laughs> you think that's funny? <laughs> I know I don't get too many elevator jokes, so if oh, someone does one, I just I I like it, and uh, also I I decided a long time ago just to laugh more than a, even more than I find it funny, and then I always feel like that uh, goes better for me. Right. Well, that is a good social move, you people know, like just to just laugh, and then people think you're having fun. And yeah, you know. I'm. I, I'm fun. Yeah, you seem really fun. Yeah, I'm in a good mood because, um, as you know, the elevator wasn't working. Yeah, yeah, for a uh, long time. Yeah, it was a while. I had to climb up eight flights every time I came or left the house. It was yeah. very annoying. Yeah, yeah. and and a good chunk of that was on me. Uh, because uh, several times I came here and didn't have the right parts. Oh. Um, mm. 
You know when like you think you have everything you need and then you leave your house, but then you get there and you're like, oh, I forgot. Yes. That so, happened, yeah, happened to me the other day. Yeah, I did that like anyway, like several times. Um, so what kind of parts were you uh, forgetting at home? Because like, I don't know the first thing about elevator mechanics, so. It's, you know, elevator systems haven't changed much. I mean, we've had like basic pulleys, you know, it's just like pulleys basically. And then, right. you know, you put someone inside the box and then they added electricity to it. So you didn't need a guy to actually pull on it. Right. And then wow, before electricity, it. they had people pulling the ropes? Yeah, I mean, not for, like, putting a person in it, but mm. think about, like, like a dumb waiter or, like, you know... Right. Uh, like you on know, Webster, remember that? Just bringing a bucket of water out of a well, right? Like, that's a version of an elevator oh, for shit. the water. That's a good right. point. Yeah. yeah. I got ideas, too, you know? Like, um, you know those, uh, like... Uh, First of all, I hate escalators, right? Oh, I bet you do. Yeah, they're dumb. Right? Do do all elevator guys hate escalators? I don't know. I mean, they should. If you that's know, like <laughs> that must be like WWF and WCW or something. The yeah. escalator people yeah. and the elevator people, enemies. Yeah. yeah, man. And it's like, you know, so you know how like now they've added um, these escalators. Like if you're at the airport or something, they just go sideways. They don't even take you up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking. Uh, sideways elevators wow now that's a good idea so it's like a box you go in and it just goes straight yeah you just like the door's still closed and then (laughs) it goes like um horizontally like yeah yeah so is it almost and please don't take offense isn't that sort of like a a car or a train Or is it different? It doesn't. No, it doesn't have wheels on it. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to offend. It's not like anyway. a windshield. You're not. Right. You're not steering it. You just get in. You say where you want to go, like which button you hit, and, and then you can't when see it opens, anything. you can't see. You know, maybe there's a bit of music if it's one of the newer ones, and then oh. you get there. You know, and, it, and, and ropes pull you. Yeah, I mean, I we haven't figured out. Yeah. you know the exact like how it's going to work yet, but. Um, it's interesting, and I can see it one day uh, happening. Yeah, I'm just thinking like to, for the forward to the future, you know? Oh, it's, I mean, yeah, that's, that is smart. Like, you know, when you have a long walk somewhere, wouldn't it be nice to get in an elevator and press a button and then... Give your legs a little break. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you, you know, there was a guy here in the elevator, eh? Like, what do you mean? Like, he was still in there when I finally got the doors open and got it working. Oh my god! Oh yeah. no! Are you serious? Yeah. How long yeah. was he in there? A couple of weeks, I guess. Oh, and god. he survived. I, I, did Who he have food it? or water yeah. with him? Or? Yeah, he was like a foodora guy, so he had like a backpack uh, full of so much food. He's lucky. And I guess, yeah, he was on a delivery, and so nobody noticed that he was missing. What kind of food? Uh, I, I guess he had deliveries for a few people, so he had like right. it, you know he had he was able to just ration out. Like I think he had, I think he had like four different deliveries he had to make, uh, so his bag was full, Damn. and like he locked out that way. His guardian angel was looking out for him that day. And you know what? I thought I heard yelling, but there's always so much yelling. There's and always so much in yelling the in, in the yeah. This building is full of screamers, and God knows what's going on. So it's easy to mistake. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't. You you hear someone screaming in this building. You don't. You just think, well, you tune it out after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, but here's a question you might not want to answer. The guy was in there for two weeks. What did you do for to, to answer nature's call? Oh, okay. So a lot of people don't know this, but um, 
There's, you know, the box, like, for example, on the front of an elevator, like if you're in an emergency, yeah. you can open, there's a phone in there yeah. or whatever. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's actually several boxes like that around an elevator. Really? Um, yeah. So uh, if you look usually on whatever is the south facing uh, side of an elevator, um, east facing, if the door is on the south side of the elevator, depending okay. on uh, what kind of elevator it is. And which side they put the doors on. If you look there on the bottom corner, there should there's usually like a, a, a similar door like that. And then you just sort of like squat and press out. Wow. Yeah. So elevators have to- po- like pop out toilets? It's, I mean, look, it's just a hole and it drops down into the elevator shaft. And then somebody's still got to go and clean it up there later eventually. So it's anyway. not nice to use. No, you shouldn't just use it just for the novelty of using it. It's saved for emergency situations. For an emergency, like the Fedora like, guy. Th- yeah. The reality is that, you know, elevators uh, are prone to breaking all the time. Almost every elevator uh, stops working at some point. Right. Um, usually many times during their lifetime. They're not very reliable. And so this was a system, you know, rather than uh, putting resources into making better elevators, we just thought, like, well, not me. I didn't invent elevators. But, like, whoever, I guess they just put this thing in there. And then it's like, you know, so once you get the elevator up and working, I guess whoever does the maintenance for the building, they know, like, hey, there's some ones and twos down at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Right. The shaft must be be filthy right now. Two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Plus some exotic foodoras in there. So, you know. I mean, oh. if I eat, um, you know, sometimes uh, Mexican or Indian food or even pizza, sometimes I go to the toilet three or four times that night. Yeah. Well, maybe that sounds like too many. I would. <laughs> yeah. We went to Bitondo's and you got sick, didn't you? I got sick. Now, Bitondo's, for people listening outside Toronto, is probably the best place to get a slice of pizza pie in, in the city and I James and I went there uh, last week and uh, I took my first bite and my stomach went nuts and I had to use the washroom and it was very messy very they messy. also have a highly underrated uh, veal sandwich too oh really yeah I think a lot of people go to California's around the corner but the California sandwich is just way too big right is there a, like a, like do elevator guys you know have like a meal like you know, like they say, like construction guys have like the the lunch pail and, you know, they got those kind of lunches. Like, is there a meal that elevator guys like to eat? Yeah. Um, we like Big Macs. Oh. Uh, because they're stacked tall, like with lots of floors on them. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of like an homage. Yeah. And, you know, also a lot of, you spend a lot of time in the van, like going around to different places, fixing elevators all day. And it's like, you just want to get in and get out. So the drive through is pretty good for that, you know? Right. I'm in a rush, ma'am. I I work, you flash your badge. You're like, I need a Big Mac. I work for elevators. Yeah. They don't, they, that, they go the same speed as they (laughs) always go when you do that. What's your guys? But you feel good. Yeah. (laughs) What's your guys go to when you go to McDonald's? (sighs) Six McNuggets. Gary, other than the Big Mac? Um, it, well, it used to be the Big Extra. Oh. What is that? Uh, it was like just a good burger that where they like peppered the patty a little bit so it actually had some flavor to it. Hmm. Uh, and then other than that, other than the Big Macs at work, I just don't eat McDonald's anymore at all. Really? Yeah. 
Um, How about you, James? What's your favorite Mickey D's uh, item? McChicken, or like you, Mike, the one thing we agree on, six McNuggets. Six McNuggets. No hey. more, no less. Y- you know what's good, too, with the McChicken is you can get it with the Big Mac sauce instead of the mayo, and it's really good. I oh. like mayo with, with it, though. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's the standard way to eat a chicken sandwich. You get a fried chicken sandwich anywhere, you want a little bit of mayo and lettuce. Like, I would even yeah. do the KFC one that way, like a Big Crunch or whatever, also wow. standard, but... What's I'm the, just saying. What like, is Big Mac sauce? Oh, it's that. It's like Thousand Island dressing. Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah, right? yeah. I think is what they say. But yeah. you heard it here first, listeners. We gave away the uh, the secret of Big Mac sauce. Let's just hope the McDonald's lawyers don't come after us. Hey, James, because <laughs> that'd be we'd be done. Yeah, we'd and we done. lawyers come after me all the time. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, if an ele- if you're supposed to fix an elevator and it breaks or whatever? Yeah, you know, we're just always late getting the service done, and mm. you know, <laughs> or we tell people like we have a contract for how much time we're supposed to get it done in, and then so do you? Never you do did have a time. really low uh, Yelp review when I hired you. Yeah, yeah, I hate those things. Mm. Like uh, anything where people can just put their opinion like that, I hate it. Now is Yelp. Uh, changing the elevator repair industry because of that. I I mean, it's, yeah, certainly it's affecting us. I imagine it's affecting everyone. Uh, you know, it, it puts the power back in the regular people's hands. Which I don't like. I, I like that, but, you know, as long as people are honest and not, you know, uh, grinding an axe. Yeah, I don't know if they are. Like, everyone's like, seems nuts on there, right? Have you ever had, like, someone give you a BS review, like, like gave you a bad review and it was bs oh yeah for sure it's like like they had a personal vendetta or something like that yeah you know it's like come on we got like it's an elevator what do you want from me yeah you know what i mean it goes up it goes down yeah it'll get you there sorry this one's slow this is you know i didn't build the whole building you know i'm not the i you know i'm the middleman here just trying to keep it functioning why don't you get the rich guy who owns this building to put a better elevator in that's well i I like that way of thinking james you should have uh bought a better elevator well you know what sometimes when you make a pop music track for your girlfriend you can't afford to do an elevator and that's just (laughs) the way it is speaking of music i have a question for you now when most people hear the word elevator they think of the uh the boston band aerosmith who had a 1989 hit with the song Love in an Elevator. Oh, yeah. Do you see a lot of uh, funky stuff like that? Uh, couples kissing or, or more when you're in the elevator? Uh. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's tough, right? Like, I, I what I really like is uh, the buildings that have cameras in their elevators. Oh, okay. Uh, because then we try to, like, go through the footage to see, like, what caused the problem, right? Like, sometimes if an ele- elevator's broken, we'll be like, you know, were they messing with all the buttons? You know, sometimes people go in there, they're like, Kids, hit all yeah, the buttons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, it maybe just messes up the computer system or the wiring or something. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we sort of have an agreement with those guys where it's like, hey, we're looking for, I'm doing, I'm air quotes here. We're looking for uh, how they broke this elevator. But right. really, we're like, do you have the sex tapes? You know, oh, right? wow. the Is that a thing right? with elevator guys? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. Insane. We t- yeah. We like. We're like. Do you have any footage of going down? And then oh. you know, we'll say like something like that, right? And right. then you know, um, uh, 
uh, yeah, so you get to see some pretty good stuff on there. And it's like the one thing I'll say is, you know, the picture quality is not great. Yeah, I bet because those cameras, yeah. they the lenses seem kind of like uh, covered in like a layer of film and dirt and stuff. And also, uh, the, you know, the performers are not professionals. These are just like right. regular people trying to. Yeah, it can be a bummer seeing regular people do it because yeah. their bodies don't look as good as. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and it's like, and also they're not even like really good at it. And sometimes mm, they're like, it's right. maybe their first time with each other, and they think they're being really like risque so they you right. know you see they stop the elevator but then they're still figuring out how their things connect and stuff yeah you know? a lot of dumb ugly people having sex yeah it is weird with a new partner when you're like what oh, does this thing go in that thing like it is it is kind of like you that. have to kind of redraw the wheel every time you're with someone new you're like how does how does plus, this work again plus we have no audio right We're, right you know it's just like and and you know those things aren't really gonna work for you as well if you don't also get to hear it you you, know? you are a guy like James, who needs to hear as well as see um, sex to get <laughs> yeah. turned on. I, I'm not, I you know, hope you're not embarrassed by that, James. It's just something I know about you. Yeah, you I like need to hear, to hear, you know, the you know the, the two people say sexy things to each other and, you know, ooh, I want to, you know, have sex with you and, uh, yeah. you know, ooh, you're a dirty little boy or that kind of thing. Yeah, I need to so, hear it. Yeah, sometimes we'll like, you know, sometimes you can see their mouth moving and then we'll like put say things what we think they're saying. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you and the other elevator guys, that's yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, like Mystery Science good. Theater 3000, but por- uh, amateur porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's uh, yeah, and we're, you know, some of the guys some of the guys are pretty good at some of the lines. I'm, you know, I'm not too good at it. But. I would love to like arrange like a whose line is it anyway night with you and your elevator buddies and just I just like to sit back and watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Of them, of them doing games and you know uh, skits from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Because it sounds like that sounds while like a, a Whose Line Is It Anyway kind of uh, game. Like, while a security camera footage of people doing it plays sure, behind them. Yeah, that could be one of them. I mean, I guess you couldn't broadcast that on. Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, TV. We, that's pretty strict rules about that. Right. But you know, maybe if it's just a few of us or whatever. Sure. Um, why do people? Why do people get horny in elevators? That does seem to be a thing. Like, what's going on there? Well, you know, truth be told, like, I mean, how I first got into being an elevator repair guy is because I was almost always excited to ride an elevator. Oh, oh you mean excited? Is yeah, that what you mean? That's what we're talking about. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, just, yeah. Just, so, just being the fact of being in an elevator made you a little excited. Yeah, you guys ever, when an elevator first takes off, it has that weightless feeling? Yeah. You know, you get that weightless feeling for a second. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like that split second, and then it kind of like catches itself and it's like going the regular speed and you know like where you're at the top of a roller coaster and it first lets go yes. and then you Ooh, like I hate that right so like elevators do that for a second right it's like, almost erotic yeah yeah, yeah. and feeling. it's yeah oh yeah. no yeah i'm I, i'm right away into it and it's like that does it for me and wow. i just thought i don't want to just ride one elevator all the time because uh people would be like what's this guy's weird but if yes. you have a legitimate yeah. excuse or reason to be around elevators all the time and you get to Try a new one every day. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, you guys ever been in a classic where you like pull the, uh, you know, the, pull oh, the door yeah. shut? I've dreamed of that, but I've never been in an old fashioned one. Oh yeah, yeah they're great. The wow. little handle too. Yeah, it's really nice. So you're basically just aroused all the time, I guess. If you're an elevator repairman, and I, I think if you can enjoy your work, hmm? uh, you know, life is uh, easier to live. Work should be arousing. I agree. Every any job anyone does. 
Even if, working at the CN Tower gift shop well, like you? Yes. Let me finish what I was saying. Every job should make you arouse or else you're in the wrong line of work. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. What, yeah. If, if you're a nurse or a dentist? Um, as long as there's someone else in the room with you, I feel that's... Even that worse. that's okay. My friend was a nurse, and um, she was when she was training to uh, actually become a nurse, um, they she was working in a like geriatric ward or whatever, and so they had to give these old men baths, and uh, this old man uh, got a boner. Uh oh! And uh, hit the, pull the alarm. So yeah, so she goes. So the the you know her like the like head nurse lady was like. Uh, she was like, oh, what do you do when that happens? And the old lady goes, you smack it down. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I like that attitude. <laughs> That's it. So yeah. you, you, <laughs> you smack the old man's boner down? I guess, yeah. I guess that's the nursing, old nursing trick. Wow. wow. Although, yeah. I feel like it won't just go down because you whacked it. I don't know. I mean, feel free to try it yourself. <laughs> I. James, maybe you should go hang around some old men taking baths and see... Uh, uh, yeah, that's obviously I'm not going to do that. You should do it, though. You should. No, but uh. even for yourself, maybe, like, just, uh, you know... I I mean, you probably... You'd probably restrain yourself, like, subconsciously from slapping yourself too hard. Yeah. You know, but... Like, hmm. maybe get a buddy or someone just to one time try it and see. Well, if you didn't want to smack your, uh, you know what, James, give me a call. I've got a, I can't wait to Mike, unleash think about what you're saying. a fist of fury. <laughs> think about what you are I'm saying. Gonna, I would punch your penis so hard, you would be able to Mike, sit down for a week. Do you, that is not, it's not like saying you're punching me in the head, man. That's a right. weird thing to say anyway. to me. thought about music now the the elevator hasn't been working in this building for ages i think it's been at least two years but when i used to take it Mm -hmm. i did have a complaint about the the music coming out of the speaker a lot of new metal a lot of new metal and i I don't know if that's you choosing it james or i was i was happy about it i'm a big new metal guy and it was so loud yeah corn stained is that gonna come back or what is there gonna be a new kind of music basically it's like uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been on the roof of an elevator. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no okay, no. first, two things no. I got to say about that. First of all, you know, like in a movie when someone just opens the roof of the elevator yes. and then they just climb outside so easily? That, you can't do that. It's not, that's not how it, an elevator has like a hard roof in it. You can't just right. climb out of the roof onto the roof of an elevator. So, mm. you know, all these like, uh, thieves in movies or whatever or escape artists, like right. they yeah. don't, uh, you can't just do that. Huh. But, uh, what I wanted to say was, uh, if you are up there, uh, if you ever look at the speaker on the roof of uh, an elevator, it's just actually like a vent, okay. and uh, we basically just have like a cassette recorder up there. Oh, cool! And uh, yeah, so if you, you know, if you guys have it, it has an auto reverse on it. So if you have a cassette you like, we just put it in there, pop it in, and. It'll play one side, and then it just automatically plays the other side, and it'll just do that on repeat oh, forever. Cool. So wow. that's probably why some of the newer ones, I think, get um, like uh, uh, satellite radio, maybe or yes. CDs yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. But um, 
you know, we've got that up there, and it's like, so if you ever just look closely, uh, it, it looks like a vent for air to come in, and it's just, but that's just, we just taped it down on the top. Right. Because uh, whatever that cassette was in there before, uh, who was on it? There was, yeah, Limp Biscuit, Corn, Stain, Slipknot, yeah. ICP. Papa Roach. Um, yeah, and I yeah. used to plug my ears with cotton every time I had to take a trip on the elevator. That was a mixtape that this girl made for me, and uh, oh, I just put it up really? there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a. Are you guys still? Yeah. To, I mean, are you guys still together? That seems like a pretty bold thing to do to give someone a mixtape. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it. Um, uh, she, uh, she died. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. I didn't so. mean to ask that question. Nice one, Mike. I'm yeah. so stupid. It's okay. Sorry, man. How'd she die? Um, she was. I. It's difficult to talk about, but okay. yeah. Um. But was, but how'd she die? She was um this I you know it's I mean it works against my whole thing but you know she was uh, crushed by an elevator. Oh, that is ironic. Were you servicing the elevator at the time this happened? Yes, I was. Yeah. Oh my Ooh. god. Yeah. So you know that's what I was saying. Like uh, lawyers are, it's like all the time. Uh, oh, that was one man. that was a real mistake. Yeah. And it wasn't on purpose. Just no. to be clear. Uh, no, of course not. Okay. No. Okay. Just um, that. No, I was just. Um, uh, yeah, I was just showing her. Uh, you know how the elevator works. Oh and, my god. Um, was she, so was she standing in the bottom of the shaft? That's where we were. We were down there, yeah. I was just like, you know, like, um, you've seen, basically what I did was, on the bottom of the elevator, uh, I put those, like, glow-in-the-dark stars and stuff. Oh, so romantic. That's yeah. cute. And so then I was like, I'm going to show you the stars or whatever, and we were having a picnic. In the, the, in the bottom of the elevator shaft. Yeah, and then, like, you know, it just looked like the stars were getting closer and bigger. Oh. And, uh, oh. like, she was like, oh, the stars are so big and bright tonight. And I was like, yeah, wait a minute. They really are getting bigger <laughs> and bright. And I didn't expect them to, uh, like, I thought I had shut it off so you couldn't use it. But um, And so you escaped? Somebody uh, came to the basement. Yeah, I just, I, I recognized what was happening at the last second. And uh, I was able to roll out of the way. Damn. Wow. Did she think she was outside or did she know it was a big, like a gesture? I, I think she thought I was obviously in charge of it and that I was uh, just making the bright sky with the big stars for her. Right. Uh, Get closer and closer. Yeah. And I, I think she thought I was going to stop it when it got close, but I, I didn't have any control over that. And she just got oh. squished to hell. Yeah. This is a really oh. inappropriate question, but when someone gets squished, do they look like a pancake? Um, Sorry, I'd like to, I'd like to apologize not... for that question, <laughs> I, Gary. I can, I can no, I can tell you they, uh, they do and they don't. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I get, I get what you mean. I guess. Yeah, there are parts that I mean inevitably look like still them, but flat. And, right. But a lot of stuff just busts through, and there's a lot more gore. <laughs> Yeah. If it is a pancake, it's, let's just say it's not the kind of pancake you're going to put uh, butter and syrup or you know strawberries on. No, I think it's one that you probably made that had strawberries and blueberries and stuff already in it when you made it. <laughs> right. And then, uh, uh, and then you probably like um, instead of like eating it with a fork, maybe just 
smashed it up a bunch. Yeah. Oh, well, any so so sorry to hear about your loss. Yeah. Um, that is tough. So yeah. man, it must be kind of hard to go back and elevate into the elevators now that this has happened. Yeah, I mean, it was last week and uh Whoa. Oh, wow. That's why, you know, I was like I dedicated fixing your elevator, like that's sort of getting back on the horse for me. Right. You know, I'd, I'd, because yeah. I'd been here so many times and I forgot the parts and I kept delaying getting it's it done. It's been years, yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm, I owe it to her. Yeah. I she would I, want I, you to and still. And I guess to you yeah. guys too, to just get this thing running, you know? Well, it, it means a lot to me. And I know a lot of other people in the, in the building. Uh, it means a lot to them that you're fixing it. Um, now, can I ask you a question? I, I've noticed in other buildings in the city that uh, when I get in an elevator, I see names like Otis or uh, or what are the other elevator manufacturers out yeah, there? Schindler, Otis. Schindler and Otis. Are you? Uh, do you work with them or are you an indie Yeah, I'm, elevator I'm independent guy? of those guys. Uh, really? Yeah, they kind of, you know, there's kind of a lot of bullshit in the industry and, you know, I can those imagine. guys, hmm. yeah, it's, you know, like any industry, I figure, right? Like, mm. you know, those guys are like the Walmart or whatever otis you know yeah yeah. they're like the walmart of uh elevators yeah just making the cheapest products with the cheapest parts and you know not not a lot of safety in mind when they do it so are you kind of like the vice magazine of elevator guys or you know the edgy drugs and independent ones yeah i'm like home hardware you know what i mean okay yeah so it's like help is close to home. Yeah, that's I. I <laughs> that's good. I mean, I that's that's their one already, so I couldn't use it. But oh, do you have a jingle? No, uh, no. Don't tell us you don't have a jingle. How can you be an elevator repairman without a jingle? Well, that's the craziest just, thing I've ever heard. You know, we're I'm pretty small still, right? And right. you know, we had some ups and downs. So <laughs> yeah, elevator. Humor, Mike. You're you sing for fun. Maybe you could come up with a jingle for Gary's. Oh, business. Gary wouldn't want me to do that. Uh, I, I, would you? I mean, look, yeah, I, look, okay. I I can't afford to pay you for it, but where, where have I heard that before? Right, <laughs> uh, artists these days are expected to work for free. Um, but oh, sure, I'll, I'll take a stab. What's the name of your company that you want me to include? In? Uh, it's called Gary's. Gary's. All right. Um, and what kind of musical genre should I use? I've got one, okay? Okay. And you can go after? Yes. How about this? Sometimes you go up, sometimes you go down. Gary's. That's that, it. That's it's I a like jingle, that. right? Yeah, I like that one. Was that a some sort of accent you were doing? No, no. It was just sort of fun. Like, sometimes you go up. Oh, it's a fun... A fun, I, a fun I, I, I really like it, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, now that I, I feel the pressure's on. I need to outdo that. Um, right. If you've got problems with your elevator and it won't go either up or down, look into the phone book and call Gary's. He'll get your elevator turned around. Hmm. What do you think? A bit long, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. Also, though, you referenced like the phone book, like the, well, the yellow page. I guess it is. Yeah, get into the twenty ten. No one uses the yellow pages or the phone book anymore. But I I didn't use a weird accent like James did. At least I didn't use an accent. I was just having it, a fun. To me, I, it, to me, I th- it sounded like uh, you know the crab. Uh, oh, from the Little Mermaid. From the Little Mermaid. <laughs> uh, what's no. the name? Uh, hmm. 
Anyway. I don't remember. I wasn't doing that. I was just... Sometimes you go up. All right. Well, have, can I try again, and I won't mention the, the phone book? Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. And this will be like more rock uh, rock version. Like, oh, crap. The elevator's busted. Gotta call Gary to fix the elevator. Uh, if, hope I don't have sex. Uh, catch it on video. I sort of ran out of that steam. Was better. There. Oh yeah, it started good because I was like, this genre I could get into, right? But yeah, uh, I still feel like uh, James kind of nailed it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Thank you. this guy's got an ear for music. Have you heard the he's song got, you produced? He's got. Yeah, oh, you yeah. heard it. Of course. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I was uh, I was on this Russian website and uh, oh, it was Musica. like Reddit, like Russian Reddit, and people were like talking about Are you it. Ki- yes, that, uh, that that you don't know how much that means. You me. actually like that song, "The Kissing Olympics" by Nadia? Oh my God, yeah, it's great. Thank you. They, it's sexy, yeah, right? Wow. I was hoping to get it into some elevators. That's what. Oh, I, we so, should talk. Yeah, I was because I was on the thread in this Russian Reddit thread, and they were chatting about it, and I was like. Where do I get the rights? Because I want to get this onto a mixtape and get it in some elevators. Oh my God! Well, this is like, insane. But I don't know how let's to get talk. it. Let's talk. I'll, you know, we could work out a deal and yeah, just get it long, if you can get it on cassette for me. Isn't it that's... kind of a little adults only? If there are you know youngsters in the elevator, people aren't. You know, it's one of those ones like it'll burrow into your ear. But if you're not right. paying attention, you won't notice the lyrics. I mean, she says, "Show me your." At one point, and forgive me for saying this, at a certain point in the song, she does say, show me your big penis. Now, see, I've listened to the song at least a dozen times. I haven't heard that once. Exactly. When you hear a sexy song, you like, you don't even know what they're saying. So yeah. picture a family of six in an elevator, and that song comes on. How do you think those parents are supposed to explain? You I, think, know, I, think, I think at best, one of the six people actually hears the lyrics. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Probably the mom and the, the parents... Probably hear the song and give each other a wink. Like, yeah, like we're gonna like get. Let's get these kids to bed. Exactly, because we're gonna f- get our freak on with on each other tonight. I'm, I'm telling you, like it, you know, the volume is just low enough, right? Yeah, right. and the kids just hear a fun song and they think Haha, this is fun, mom. Right. Yeah, well, especially and dad. like yeah, the choruses. Yeah, the kids I, will kids will get pony. into the choruses. Yeah, I, I can already see. Pony, eh? I can already see you getting sued. Oh, I can already see it. Seriously, Gary, let's talk and let's try to get this going in elevators. Yeah. And that's a that's a good way, great way to get into this market. Start with elevators, then maybe we'll get on, you know Coffee shops. Coffee shops, then the radio. You yeah. Know? yeah. Right. Honestly, it's making me wish for the days of that new metal tape. Why why are so many elevators playing like Muzak? Is it are is that a common like a common, you know, favorite kind of music for elevator repair guys i think uh you know the main thing is they just wanted to have a calming effect on people where it's like seems somewhat familiar right because because some people do get claustrophobic yeah. in elevators uh-huh. some yeah. people are scared of elevators because of the times people have been trapped in them and died sometimes uh, yeah, yeah and uh yeah and some you know unfortunate uh passings uh passing like your away. ex like, sorry yeah 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 and that is awful. But more like, I mean, like, you know, inside. I mean, that's really rare, that right. one. How do but people like, die inside? Like getting stuck in there or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, or or if it just drops, right? Oh, oh, yeah. How often does that happen? Like, because I looked up some some stats before you came over, and they don't publish the stats of how often a elevator drops and, and people get killed. Oh, man, all the time. Are really? you kidding? Yeah, they don't want to. You know, like how, like, how, you know how, like, so many people jump in front of the train yeah, they, they never tell pump- you about it yeah, because yeah. they don't want it to become popular. Yeah. Man, elevators drop all the time. Wow. My God. Yeah. 
I mean, they're basically running just on these cables and magnets or whatever, right? Magnets? Yeah, there's like, you know, magnets and stuff. Damn. You don't seem to know, like, super specifically. I do. It's just really hard. Like, you guys wouldn't understand. I'd like to apologize for James's rude behavior. Yeah, like, if if you had an electrician on right now, and an electrician was explaining open and closed circuits to you, you wouldn't understand it. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, but it's still, you even just then sounded like you knew more about that than you did about the elevator. You said magnets and stuff. Why are you antagonizing Gary? Because I paid the guy. On the elevator, we also use open and closed circuits. There is electricity. Right. That happens in elevators. That's how I happen to know about open and closed circuits. Is it's part of All part right. of the work of elevators. Right. You know, like we cover a lot of stuff in there. You know, fair enough. I just, I guess, you know, the bill was pretty big, and that's just standard for the industry, though. I guess. It's, I mean, I get, well, you know, it's actually it's a little under industry. Get Otis or Schindler in here; they'll rip you off way more than I do. Hmm. Schindler. The name Schindler reminds me, and I think probably most of our listeners, of uh, the Steven Spielberg film Schindler's List. Yeah. Is there any connection between the Oscar Schindler from that movie, the the Nazi who saved children, and the people who founded the Schindler Elevator uh, company? Yeah, um, it's uh, they are related. Wow. Yeah, um, and basically the only real connection was the you know, the the pride in trying to get people from one place to another. Because, yeah, he sort of just transported people, yeah, little people, from one place to another. Yeah, and that's, that's the one thing, you know, pe- I mean, imagine being in that family, in future generations of that family, and being like, how am I going to live up to right. what he did, right? And, Jeez. you know, I think that it was kind of like, you know, sometimes you, like, you're just destined to do something similar. Yes. Yeah, so they got into uh, runs in the family. Yeah, yeah. They arrive in North America, and they're like, "How do we?" Well, there's some nepotism involved, you know. Like you get like a certain amount of like people give you that respect and leeway because they're like, "Oh, they already know what they're doing in terms of moving people around." It's like uh, you know, uh, Miley Ray Cyrus. People had faith in her early on because of her father's great success. It's it's exactly, but this is like Nazi stuff instead of that well yeah whatever he did over there but like you know um, and is the are the otis people do they have a a dark history um yeah they're um do you know uh otis redding yes sitting on the dock of the etc right and do you know um uh do you know the movie milo and otis yes the dog is a dog and dog and a cat yeah so, wow, so, you heard wow. it here first. So that's they're connected to both of those. <laughs> oh that's no, they're not connected oh. to them. No. Oh. No. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you knew though. Oh, I mean, yeah, we both they have do, they're yeah. spelled the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you know, um bit, bit of a uh, detour question here, but your girlfriend passed away, um mm-hmm. squished. Are you getting out there? Are you trying to meet new people? Are you dating? Um, it's been a week. Um, so I, I'd like to apologize for James's seventeenth insensitive question. I've, I've like I've gone out a couple times, but nice. Did, did you get anywhere? Did you it, uh, no? Feel there the were just, of... just just initial meetups, like off of dating apps or whatever. Right. It's nice that you waited a week to go out. Of, have gone out a couple of times. Yeah, my ex passed um, about a month and a half ago. During a, she was much older than me, and she died during a VR uh, skydiving simulation. And the her, the new VR. 
Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. The Canadian listeners will yeah. know that one. And Channel 3 out of Barry, the new VR. The new VR. Anyway, uh, her- it just seems like a channel that you said she was older than you, and then I was thinking, like, maybe oh, she's she watching. She uh, CKVR, I think that was the yeah. Uh, station. Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, her heart gave out right there. used to show Get Smart at, like, 5 p.m. Yeah. Yes. Mm. She died... And I'm still not uh, back on the dating scene. So mm-hmm. yeah, but be more like Gary. It's a weekend. He's already going on Tinder. Mike's yeah. probably going to be a widow man for the rest of his damn life. It's called a widower, not a widow day, man. Or whatever the hell, no, man. I'm wearing black for a full year. Was my decision, and it was also in her will. So oh, you don't that's, have to follow I, her will. She's dead. I didn't want to ask, but yeah, yeah. I'm wearing black all year. Okay. Um, toque, sweater, veil. She was Jeans. like 70 and really controlling, by the way. She wasn't 70 quite. Okay. Anyway. Um, so wait, but she was actually doing that virtual skydiving? Yes, it was for her birthday, and uh, she booked tickets for both of us to do it, and I we had a fight beforehand, and this breaks my heart, because I wasn't there to join her uh, when her heart gave out. Uh, I just got a, a text from the VR, like the manager of the VR uh, lounge. Hmm. Very awful way to... F- that's wow! Just a text. Like I guess they just used her phone. They just used her phone. She for... never had a lock on her phone. Yeah, I was always saying, put a lock on your phone, put a password, and she didn't. Yeah, you always wonder, like, because maybe, or maybe you have to like write down your like emergency contact or something too, right? Because I was yeah. like, otherwise, who calls? Like the hospital or something? Or good point. You know, you know. I mean, I was the you know the only death I saw I was right there for, so no one had to call me. No, you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah your yeah, eyeballs yeah. called your brain and said, yeah. "Hey, look at this." <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think that's sort of how it happens. Like your eyeballs call your brain, and your brain calls your mouth, and your mouth yeah. speaks and stuff. Yeah, my mouth was like, "Oh God." Yeah, that yeah. must have been awful. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, you guys should hang out. People no, uh, sure. a similar experience. I don't be because that this whole look brings me down. <laughs> I, you know, it's like too. I'd love to hang out with another guy who's lost, you know, the love of his life. I know somebody. what you're saying. I hear you, but it's like I just think you're really. I mean, I I was sad, but I was like yeah. also like I gotta. I mean, being sad isn't going to change anything, so right. I gotta get out there. You know, I haven't. You know, past that hurdle yet? I'm yeah, still, you know. I just don't want you bringing me down. I th- I think Fair I would enough. be willing to hang out with you later. Mm-hmm. When maybe once you're done with like your my uh, year of mourning, your your year of mourning. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I'll um. It's I'll, like you're an old uh, older Italian lady. I'm sure you. You know, it's a whole <laughs> I, yeah. it's a whole year. You'll see me around the building because right. inevitably the elevator's gonna break. Mm. That yeah. And I get another damn bill. Well, why don't we take a break and we'll come right back with our our final segment, the game. Welcome back to the pod mess. Um, we've got Gary right out here with us. Gary, thanks hey. for joining us today. Very in- interesting. I didn't know anything about elevators, and now I feel like I could write a book on the subject. It's oh, that's great. I I won't. Oh, well, okay. It, it this reminds me of like an episode of Radio Lab, where yeah. all of a sudden you learn so much about a topic, and you're like while being entertained, yeah, and laughing. Uh, so here, uh, this is the last segment of the podcast, and it's mm-hmm. uh, we do this every week. It's our most popular segment. It uh, goes very viral online um, all the time. It is the game. Okay. It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. 
They always go viral and that is our aim So sit back and please enjoy this game There we go. So this week's game is going to be really fun. Um, it's a game because we were talking about, uh, you, you were mentioning earlier that sometimes people get claustrophobic in elevators and that, that can be a nightmare scenario. So this game is called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Presents What is Your Biggest Fear? Oh. Uh, I could go right. first. Okay. Sure, like. James. Um, my biggest fear. because You're not afraid of jumping in there, obviously. <laughs> Um, as you know, I'm a adrenaline junkie, so I'm not afraid of much. Um, but I do have a biggest fear right now. And to be honest, it's that this single I have made with Nadia isn't a really, really big hit. <laughs> um, and right. I, don't, I only feel that way. It's, it's silly, and it's probably just, you know, in my head or some reflective of some other thing but it, it's it's really just because i spent so much money and borrowed quite a bit of money from this man renee this mysterious man in black from sicily uh to make how much money did you spend on the single <laughs> it, was, it was a lot and i really 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 need it to to be a hit and to get that money back and it really seemed like a sure thing earlier and i've just been a little bit stressed about it so that's my biggest fear i don't know what'll happen it's me. a hit with me that that's well, a good start. <laughs> there you go. Renee will be happy to hear that. Yes. Right? That one man in Canada likes your song. Um I'll I'll go next. Uh what is my biggest fear? Oh, the subject just makes me shake with fear. Um I guess it would be that if I die uh that I die young and I go to heaven. And that's not the scary part. The scary part is I go to heaven and I'm just I wake up in a room and I'm sort of chained to uh to the bed. And there, I, there's no food or water for me, and I just it f- until I, I basically waste away. <laughs> this is heaven in, in heaven. And that's the freaking thing. Why would thing. that be heaven? Well, because that's the that'd be the worst possible thing to happen like, to me in yeah, heaven. Yeah, like you're thinking I made it, yeah. but then you didn't quite make it. Maybe and I waste away, uh, and then I die again and I, it just keeps happening over and over again. Oh yeah, that's your biggest fear. That's my biggest fear ever since I was a kid. I but think then, a lot of people then can maybe relate. do bad things and go to hell. It sounds like it's I probably will better. I not do bad things and go to hell, James. What I hope is that heaven's a nice place. My fear is that it might be just me chained to a bed, wasting away Ugh. in my own uh, filth. It's like a guy from uh, the movie Seven. Well, yeah, I, I suppose it is like sort of like Seven, yeah. Anyway, that's the premise of the game. I'm just answering the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you open the door into Michael's mind, and you don't always like what you see. Yeah. And <sighs> it's dark. Thank you. Uh, Gary, your greatest fear. Um, yeah, so uh, it's not actually uh, elevator-related at all. Uh, you, Ooh, juicy. It would be, but uh, it's sharks. <laughs> sharks, yeah. They're your greatest fear. Yeah, uh, and the it's weird, obviously, you know, uh, because... Uh, obviously, we're landlocked here. We're nowhere near an ocean, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, unless they get up and start walking on land, I'm fine. Yeah, uh, right. But, uh, but you know, they're still there. I know they're there. Mm. Um, and out there in the ocean, swimming around. Yeah, the whole ocean is terrifying. It's like space mm. on Earth. Space on Earth. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, if you go down deep enough, there's a fish with a light on its head. Now that's yeah. that. Just hearing you say that makes me it makes me laugh, but then when I think about what I, they probably look like, it's probably like like a monster. 
Yeah, it's you know the whole. Th- I mean, there's not like a, a cyclist, there's a bunch yeah. of species we haven't even found or discovered yet. Mm-hmm. The ocean's like if Earth was going to a concert and took acid. And that's what the ocean is. Yeah, it's, it's so Earth scary. On acid. That's yeah, a good description land of the ocean. on acid. Yeah, yes. it's really scary. It's really scary. I think like drowning is scary, uh, but yeah. I think like sharks, like a shark eating you or being in the water and a shark being around is just, you know, like I watched that movie Jaws. Oh, you guys know that one? Classic. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. It's so scary. So and you'd never go into a boat hunting a shark or like a uh, one of those steel cages under the water. I signed up for shark cage diving uh, when Whoa. I was in South Africa. And, oh, weird! Uh, I uh, I we didn't go. We didn't end up going. Oh. Um, too too afraid. No, our schedule just didn't work. Oh. <laughs> That's real. But our you were schedule. gonna face your fear. You were gonna face your fear. <laughs> yeah, because I'm also like obsessed with them, right? Like I really right. like wow. sharks, you know. But I'm like scared of them too. Right. And it's like you fear that which you love. Yeah, and it's like yeah. so. I I signed up, but I told the everyone I was with, I was like, I probably won't go in the cage with you because I'll probably have a heart attack in the boat. But I'll come out there and just be around it. Like I'll, right. you know, push myself to that level of fear. Do people wow. in shark cage diving scenarios? Do they like if they're down there and they're afraid of sharks? Are you wearing like a full tight skin tight like wetsuit? Yeah, you are. Just yeah. do how? Well, I'm curious how. What percentage of those people uh, have an accident in the cage? I imagine the ones who are actually scared don't make it down into the cage. Right. I mean, but- I think I'm a very rare case of a person who signed up to do the thing that they're scared of most it's almost like an episode of tyra where she made people uh confront their fears like remember that clip of the woman who's afraid of styrofoam and then she brought out styrofoam and the woman freaked out (laughs) do you you guys remember that i mean i think sharks are so much scarier than styrofoam but i agree yeah 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 Yeah. anyone who says differently i think is a total idiot yeah you mike agree Oh, I think they're comparable. Oh, get but, a life. Do you mean, believe this? Nah, I, I believe you think styrofoam and the sharks are comparable? If you're afraid, if you have a phobia of styrofoam, it's probably as scary as a shark if you have a phobia of sharks. I'm sorry to say that. And, and you know, the thing too is, right, is like, I, if you go in the shark cage and then a shark kills you, you pretty much deserve it. You yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. You know, like I'm all for, uh, you know, uh, you know, Darwin or whatever. Mm. Like, you know... Like the it's the air show today, yes, or whatever. Like you hear the planes going around, and I'm like, this is just not as impressive as it used to be. You know what I mean? Like I get why we watched air shows when flying was new. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now like we all fly just to go to work. Like we just get on a plane, and it's like I don't need to see some guys fly around. And then yeah, the fact that they can all f- fly really close to each other, and then they accidentally crash and a guy dies. I'm like, why'd you do that? They didn't it was need so to dumb. Do that. You didn't need to do that. Yeah. You weren't even going anywhere for a practical reason. You were yeah. just showing off how close you could get, and then you fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, if there are any uh, uh, po- uh, army pilots listening to this podcast, um, d- d- listen up. Maybe consider a new career. It, yeah. I, I mean, I can't disagree. Yeah, now, what would be more impressive than an air show these days? Like, what's what's the latest cutting edge technology? Like, people it's getting like, in a field hacking. I think or those hack like show. I think those like three D. Uh, Music performances like laser, like you know, like Tupac, laser right. Tupac is pretty well, impressive. There's a hologram Roy Orbison yeah. as well. Yeah. It's about to go on tour. Yeah, we lost him. Yeah, a hologram show. So yeah. they'd be in the sky, or it wouldn't even have to be in the sky. They could no, just no, be, the yeah. sky can just be left out of the equation entirely. Like, right. Yeah. You know, because if you showed the Wright brothers a hologram Tupac back in the day, 
They would have been like, oh, no, it's the devil. They might have stopped what they were working on. They would have abandoned their plans. Yeah. 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 Those guys are idiots. Orville and Wilbur? Yeah. Do you think they would have liked uh, Hologram Tupac? (laughs) No, they would have been like, I'm scared. Oh, God, because I'm stupid, because I'm from 100 years ago. Everyone from 100 years ago is a total idiot. They don't know anything about anything. And then they'd be like... What's you know like a they'd see an iPhone and be like what is this yes and then they'd be like whatever it is make sure it's uh, on airplane mode when you get on this thing we're making (laughs) right well on that note um, we've learned a lot we've learned a lot Gary thanks so much for coming on this week thank you thanks for having me guys I'll see you uh, you next time the elevator breaks down great (laughs) all right Michael uh, it was. Great doing another successful episode with you, James. I think we're really, we're in our, we're, we've hit our groove and we're just improving every week. Hmm. One way to look at it. All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Let's